Hey there, pal. What's going on? What's up, DJ? Uh, I uh, I was gonna start with the old snap, the old snapski on the can here, but I opened this can like ten minutes ago, uh, <laughs> so that's that's just not gonna be a thing that's happening right now. Uh, just pretend. Close, close your eyes, open your ears, and, and pretend it happened. There you go. See, that was perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Uh, welcome to We Need Wrestling, everyone. Uh, our wrestling podcast. I'm DJ. I'm here with my well. I'm here digitally with with my colleague, uh, my wrestling brother, uh, Brett. Brett, how are you, pal? Tell the people how you're doing. Say hello. I am. I am. I am. Uh, I'm a little under the weather. Um, you know, nothing. No sure. COVID scare or anything sure. like that. Just have a yeah, uh, there 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 are a bit of fact, a bit of a stomach bug. Yeah, there are in fact other illnesses in the world. Um, you know, it right doesn't now. seem like it, it anymore. Doesn't. But it doesn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, this is this is strictly well, my stomach's acting hey, up. So right. uh, we have that, and uh, you know, the impending doom of snow. Sure. Yes. Exactly. Has so, it started up by you yet? It, it has not. Uh, yeah. We are, uh, it's, the snow seems to only be falling on Thursdays into Fridays, uh, I this know. year. <laughs> right? Uh, this is the most, we're Skype, the most Skype we've done in, uh, over a year, I think. I feel like it's like every other week. Right. Um, every two weeks right now. Yeah, but at least we can do it, uh, unlike Wings that on is Wings. True. Uh, which, uh, Wings, Wings on Wings may come up in this, uh, we can tie that into, into, into <laughs> We Need Wrestling a little bit. Um, oh, oh but, yes, uh, we can. Um, but yeah, so welcome to We Need Wrestling, everybody. Uh, we're going to talk the, what we watched this week, the week of wrestling, uh, uh, that, that is and was, and, uh, yeah, I don't know, I, I, not, I don't think as big of a week as, uh, last week, but we got some, some news and some, some oh, yeah, stuff to talk about. There's, there's some shiz, that's uh, for sure. I'm excited to get to the, uh, the, the weekly purchases segment of this show, uh, Oh yeah, just because there's I got we got some stuff to talk about. I I I realized I omitted a thing last week that I had bought, so we're gonna I could bring okay. that up and. Uh, well, I bought something right before we started recording. So. Oh, flea market item. No, oh, okay. no, M- much much cooler. <laughs> oh wow, okay. We'll we'll discuss. All right, uh, but uh, yeah, so let's let's get into it. Uh, I'm leaving it up to you, sir to lead us through the news all right let's rock and roll so came out i believe it was monday uh the formerly known as Kyrie sane aka Kyrie hojo is back in stardom yay good for her and and she looks jacked yeah did you see a picture of her i, I did but i didn't take notice dude her arms are swole yeah. oh, good for her uh yeah so i always was, i always loved her she was like wwe like ambassador or something for a long time right like she wasn't she, she was, didn't have an yeah. in-ring role okay. no so she went home you know after the pandemic started because yeah. you know she just wanted to be home which i i get it totally makes sense right um and yeah she was just kind of ambassador but then the contract expired and i know that she asked them if she could work the stardom anniversary show when she was still under contract and they said no right and i think that like that like you know yeah. Put, a, put a cry on her a little bit, so uh, contract expired, and now she's uh, right. back in stardom. Well, they were trying to use her for the ill-fated NXT Japan, right? Like, she was supposed to be the the ambassador, the sort of the selling point of that to go while she was there to kind of pitch people on WWE taking their brand of whatever to Japan, 
if I remember so correctly. So I don't know if you remember the initial talks of NXT Japan, what who they were going to buy out. Uh, they were going to buy out like DDT or something, right? They were going to buy out Noah. Oh, really? Oh, God. Yeah. Okay, well, you know. Now, this is a couple years ago before Noah yeah. has had a little bit of resurgence lately, you know. Right. They were literally down in the dumps and nobody cared. Right. Um, that's when they like changed their logo to like the red and white and nobody cared. <laughs> right. And they did end up selling to some media company, but. Well, yeah, yeah it's like uh, the same. I mean, well, everybody on Wrestle Universe is owned by the same company, yes. I believe. Right. Um, but yeah, good for her, man. Uh, I feel like I need to start watching more stardom. Everybody says it's great. Uh, yeah. And apparently there was like two really great matches the other day Yeah, and now she's there and I really like Kyrie saying, so yeah. maybe I'm going to, I don't know. I, I, I say I'm going to do this, but then I'm also like, Hey, I right. need to sleep at some point. So where is it available? They have their own streaming service. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's like Stardom World or something, because they're owned by uh, Bushi Road, who owns New Japan. Oh, okay. So they're all under the under the same umbrella, which okay. that's why there's been two Stardom matches at the last two Wrestle Kingdoms. Yeah, interesting. Two or three, yeah. But yeah, good for her to see her back somewhere. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, let's see. The next piece of news broke yesterday. Uh, apparently, Shane Strickland is signed to AEW. Yes. Um. Good, good man. I guess right. Like, yeah. I, I mean, think it's a good signing. Sure. Uh, I mean, talented dude. That's the uh, the former Swerve Scott. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, yeah. I mean, he's a, definitely a talented dude. Definitely thought he was going to make a bigger impact on NXT initially, uh, and then caught on right away with uh, uh, Hit Row, and then got called up, and then just got all all let go. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, so, uh, Within like two weeks of being up, right. AEW will bring in him and then big bucks will show up and, uh, cousin. Hopefully never. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he can, maybe cousin to can buy to off of the WWE by that name. <laughs> uh, but, uh, let's go to Yeah. I mean, you know, he's a talented dude. I just, uh, you know, I say this every time they sign somebody and it, you know, whatever, but like, Where's he fit? What, where? What's he gonna get yeah. featured? Where? You know what I mean? Like, I get you want to scoop up these talented guys, but like, you gotta have a spot for him, right? Because these guys are leaving the WWE. So some of them, obviously, he was like, oh, but like, some of these guys are leaving because they're not working. You know, Daniel Bryan said that like, I, I wanted to be a wrestler, not you know whatever. And a lot of these guys are in the WWE, sitting home and getting money, and they're like, yeah, maybe that's not enough anymore. I actually want to have fun and wrestle, so they're looking sure. for other avenues. And then AEW is going to build up this roster, and I get it. You want to have a deep roster so you can rotate people in and out, but you you create that same problem. Uh, and granted, they're a long way from that. It's just there are a lot of people on that roster, and a lot of people that you know aren't uh, aren't getting aren't getting stuff on TV. So who knows? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's a it's hard to juggle, but uh, I think he can make it make a pretty good impact. I'd like to see. Him I think there, so. so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, more power to him. And then, uh, you know, the news, I guess, last night that Jeff Hardy signed to AEW according to him. Right. I mean, that's going to be interesting because he's still under the, the, non, the non-compete. Uh, but that's not a surprise to anyone. That's where they were going. Uh, everyone yeah. knew that. Uh, that's a big get. Uh, you know, I, uh, I'm no Jeff Hardy fan, but uh, P- 
people will tune in to watch him. People love that dude still. They they do, and it's it's, so, it's wild, <laughs> right? So um, so yeah, that's I mean, you know, sadly it it becomes like a well, Hardy Boys are here. You put the tag belts on them, huh? Uh, <laughs> because it's the wrestling business, and you want eyes and asses, and you know you want an ass every like eighteen inches, whatever the hell that is, and they they'll do it. So like, man, I hope they don't though. But Ugh. you know. God, I hope they do. It's it's but... hard. It's hard for 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 unknown or like little known talent to get over when you're bringing in people like potentially the Hardy Boys that will be immediately over because of who they are, you know. So it's uh, you know again, it's all wrestling philosophy. We talked about it last week. We talked about it when we were just hanging out. Like, what's what's the right way to do this? I don't know. I'm not in the wrestling business, uh, so. Sure. All I can do is bitch and moan online like everybody else. Um, but, you know, I'll, I root for my favorites, and most of them get on TV. So, bring I guess bring them all in. F- figure out the combination that works. Yeah, bring them in and figure it out. Let them, let them sort themselves out. Right. Exactly. Uh, and then, you know, then it broke today that uh, one Mr. Cesaro, yes. uh, Claudio Cascinoli, his contract, he just let it expire, and he is now officially a free agent. Right. So... Uh, this is this is interesting, uh, and when I saw this today, I shot some text messages around, and you know, I both of us have a lot of uh, experience and uh, with Claudio, with uh, Cesaro, uh, Claudio Castagnoli being sure. in Chikara and elsewhere, uh, one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen. Um, oh, absolutely! I saw his last Chikara match against Sarah Del Rey. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, we've talked about it uh, with the recent signing of Keith Lee here um, about that time in the Rumble when Brock was in the ring by himself and Keith Lee came down and Brock was like, that's a big boy. And like you had Keith Lee made right there. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> you had, I don't know, a dozen times in the last decade that you had Cesaro made. Yep. Uh, and so Keith Lee is the newest of the 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 whiffs, like the how do you not make money with this guy, uh, sort of people. Uh, Cesaro is the reigning champion of that of the last decade. Uh, You're not wrong. You know, and it, it's very clear and easy to see why Vince. You know, he's not a promo guy. Vince doesn't like his accent, um, but he's a good looking dude. He's a great wrestler. He's stronger than just about anybody on the roster. He's also one of those dudes, one of those dudes that got himself over. Uh, you know, and the fans pushed the Cesaro section. That's all the fans doing that. That's WWE didn't create those signs or those shirts and no. stuff until after the fans pushed for it. Yep. Um, so that's interesting. But remember when he became like a Paul Heyman guy for two weeks? Dude, it was great. Right. <laughs> like he, he was perfect to be, and I know they kind of kept Paul one-on-one. But like, if Paul, if they were to be like, let's let's get a let's get a, for lack of a better term, new dangerous alliance, uh, or you know whatever it happens to be, like you have your top guy in Roman or your top guy in Lesnar. Stables need mid mid card dudes, and Cesaro yeah. would have been that holding the IC strap, holding that area down, like fan favorite could do everything you've asked of him. And then with Paul as a mouthpiece, you wouldn't need him to do anything. They didn't have Brock talk either, so. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, big miss. Uh, don't know where he's going to go. You know, he's 41, 42 years old. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll see. Maybe he'll just sort of take it easy. I'm sure he's made his money. 
And, uh, you know, he doesn't have to rush anywhere anytime soon. He can relax. No, and of course not. Do whatever he wants he to do. He can do whatever he wants, exactly. Uh, if he, he can make a phone call to just about anywhere, and uh, doors forbidden or otherwise will swing wide open for him. So Selfishly, I'd love to see him in New Japan. <laughs> right, and that's that's this. so that's this thing, like, you know, I, I, there are a lot of guys I'd like to see in New Japan. It just seems that New Japan uh, not only doesn't necessarily want those guys, and the pandemic is still a thing, uh, but, sure, and th- I think that's that's a huge factor. New Japan doesn't know what to do with the dudes they have, so, well, you know, let's uh, let's see. But I would love a G one, you know, with Cesaro and Kingston and Mox in it, just wrecking oh. people. Uh, well, I know, like Danielson said, like he wants to do the G one. <laughs> crazy, which is which is amazing to me. Yeah. Hey, do it. It's a good God, way to I get him so. off TV, like have him end in a big program, get him off TV for a few weeks, have him over there, you know, like it works. You can do it. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. So. Um, but that's all I really had news-wise. Okay. Just like, you know, some contract stuff. So yeah. the world of wrestling is very interesting, that's for sure. Yes. Um, Let me. Uh, so, all right. I don't know that I have any. Do I have any any news? I don't think I do. Let me just see if I liked anything on Twitter. Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, we're good. 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 All right. Good. Um, good. do you want to go in chronological order, or how do you want to, how do you want to review some shiz here? Um, let's see. Well. You want to just talk AEW first? I, I don't know what chronological is, because I watched my shit all over the place. Oh, okay. Um, so, if you have... Carl, I know there's a, a thing or two that you watched, or the thing you watched I didn't, and there's a thing that I watched that you didn't. Uh, two things or so. So whatever, whatever you want to do, I guess chronologically would be enjoy wrestling because they were they're on okay. right. They were on today, so yeah, so we're going to start talk there. About, well, yeah, talk okay. about enjoy wrestling. So the main event is on the main the last episode of this of season four. Striking distance is on tonight. Was on. Uh, which had Evil Uno versus Edith Surreal. Didn't watch that. We'll watch that for next week. Uh, this week's episode was two tag matches. And again, talked about Enjoy Wrestling last week. Uh, a, su- a surprising promotion. A great-looking uh, setup. Uh, run out of Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm going to get to one of those shows this year, hopefully. Uh, yes, that'd be they, dope. They do some really cool stuff. Uh, and I, I love the way the show looks. I want to be there in person. But anyway... Two tag matches. The first up being Violence is Forever, which is Kevin Koo and Dom Guarini mm-hmm. uh, versus Yo Kai, which is uh, Janai Kai, the Kick Demon, who we saw on AEW somewhat recently. Yep. Uh, I think he was also on The Masked Wrestler. And Yoya is her tag partner. Um, okay. And uh, so is Yoya like a small, like yeah, uh, skinny like a little dude. dude? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen yep. I've seen him at GCW before. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's a pre-match promo from Violence is Forever uh, where Dom Green describes him himself and Kevin Koo as the uh, 90s Super Nintendo final bosses of indie tag team wrestling. Okay, that's very particular. <laughs> right, and I'm like, that's cool. I like that. Uh, then they come out to Zombie by the Cranberries. That's a, that's a choice. Which is sick because it's got that big driving beginning, you know? Yeah. Um. So, uh, this is, uh, 
this match is really good, man. Dom and Kevin Koo are very good. Uh, Dom's on his return uh, after uh, an illness and a, a scary condition that he was able to get worked out. Um, this is cool, though. Like they, So Greeny's like a purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or something. Yeah. Uh, so like Yoya keeps trying to take him down and he's just stuffing him. Uh, commentary misses that. They just, you know, they're, they, they credit it up to his size and I'm like, no, it's not, it's not only his size. Um, but, uh, there's some cool, uh, tag moves, violence is forever wins. Uh, their finish is, uh, the brain buster with the kick to the head on the way down. Uh, they do a couple cool, like toss the little guy into a power bomb kind of tag team moves. Uh, Kevin Koo does an amazing dragon screw in this match, and I'll always appreciate a cool dragon screw. Sure. Uh, this match was cool. It was just another a good tag match. The stuff looks good. The the setting, the lighting, everything looks cool. The crowd's into it, uh, and so that was really cool. This was just made me happy. Like I was just like tag wrestling. Yes, it's awesome. <laughs> um, and then the second match on the show, they're an hour long. Under an hour, they do two matches. They break the whole three hour card up into into you know three episodes of this that are free on YouTube. So just look and subscribe for Enjoy Wrestling. Uh, but it's Lee Moriarty, AEW's Lee Moriarty. Hell yeah. And PB Smooth uh, versus Darius Lockhart and Suge D, who call themselves a tribe called Catch. Um, okay. And uh, so have you ever seen PB Smooth? Oh, yeah, he's huge. I had no idea. Yeah, so, he's, he's a giant of a man. I've only seen, like, pictures of PB Smooth. Like, I know he's in, like, I think AIW a bunch. That's where I've seen him as an AIW right. before. Uh, and I've seen, like, pictures of him, but never, like, I've seen him on posters and stuff, but never physically next to someone. So when he came out, I was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. He's a he's a big uh, man. Right. So he's, like, I looked it up, like, a 6'9". Uh, yeah. That's a big dude. Uh, so there's some history here in this match. Darius Lockhart wants to face Lee Moriarty. I guess they've wrestled back and forth. They have a bit of a rivalry going on. Um, and so the whole sort of this match is Darius trying to get to, to Lee the whole time. PB Smooth getting in the way because he's just a giant. Um, so Moriarty's kept out for most of this match uh, just to work that angle where Lockhart keeps trying to get in and be like, tag him in, tag him in, and he won't. Um, Lockhart does beat PB Smooth. Uh, or yeah, Lockhart pins PB Smooth, but then gets pissed that he didn't get to pin Lee Moriarty because that was who he was sort of going after. Uh, uh, and so he challenges Lee for for one one on one sort of thing. And they have a similar style, you know. Lee Moriarty's great. Um, PB Smooth was good. Shug D, I, I, I haven't mentioned him for a reason. Uh huh. I don't. One wanna of be, these things is not like the I, other. I don't want to be mean to anybody, and like I, you know, I genuinely love enjoy wrestling. So like, you know, I, I, if anybody's watching, should these your dude? That's great for you. We say it all the time. That's sort of our would disclaimer. You, would you say that you enjoy it? I do. Um, but like, you know, cool. There were some references to Pineapple Pete because Shug D had his his COVID stint in AEW with the Jericho stuff that. I think went to his head a little bit, but anyway, uh, he's just, he's not my dude. If he's your dude, that's great. Um, you know, I, I liked at one time, like sugar Dunkerton. Uh, but yeah, it's just not my guy. Uh, his tights are uncomfortable. His tights are like, he wears like the bikini brief. I don't know. It's weird. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, I think the funniest thing about PB smooth, uh, is, and again, super impressive, like six, nine, like just the, 
though he's like the world's biggest ladies man or whatever he calls himself uh coincidentally i guess ironically uh not the smoothest dude in the ring <laughs> um <laughs> but he's still good at the stuff he needs to be good at you know what i mean like sure. not everybody needs to be a, a fucking five out of five work rate guy like he knows that he can get the ring and do what he needs to do and that's good you know there's just the the polish you know, and it's hard for a big guy wrestling this indie style where he's having to take roll-ups and reverse pins and all that kind of shit. It's, sure. you know, to fit in the indie style. But I, I did like him, and I was shocked at how big he was. That was crazy. Yeah, um, he's a big motherfucker. But but that's it. Those two matches, they were both good. Again, watch these shows. Uh, they're, you know, they're under an hour. They're, you know, 40, 50 minutes. Um, and they're on Thursdays at 8, I think. Um and uh, on YouTube for free. So, and they do it all through like sponsorships and stuff. They take, you know, they get sponsors of money and they, they mention you on commentary or put your logo up on the screen and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and they're super supportive of, uh, you know, the sort of the queer wrestling community, um, you know, LGBTQ plus all that sort of stuff with either surreal there. And, you know, uh, lots of, you know, uh, what MV young is their champ. um, so, you know, it's uh, it's really cool and it's some great stuff. Uh, and I'm excited for this this last uh, this last episode. Either Surreal versus the Evil Evil Uno should be really good. Yeah, um, I, I still need to I still need to have, tune in. I keep forgetting right. to and, be honest. Nothing's these barn burners. You know what I mean? But it's just it's just good wrestling shows. Uh, they they tell the story. You know, they do these little promos. So there's enough. Like I didn't know who Darius Lockhart even was, and going into this match, I understood that him and Lee Moriarty are having a feud. So they, they, they work hard at that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. So, and that's nice. So Cool. But that's Enjoy. Again, I love that show. Uh, if they're running them, I'm always going to talk about them. Yeah, I mean, that's I know uh, the only one I ever watched, I was like, wow, this is just super impressive with the production right. quality. It so just, it looks really I, cool. I need, I need to watch more, damn and, it. And I, the, the cool thing about it, too, is that the crowd loves it. You know, like, yeah, that's one of the awesome. reasons why I want to go. It's because the crowd is, like, completely into everything that's going on. They love the wrestlers. They love the setup. And, like, that's really cool. You know? Yeah, like that's, all, that's awesome. From, from the first match on the first episode of this till the end, like, they are into this fucking show. And they're filling that Mr. Smalls Theater in Pittsburgh. And it just seems like a really cool environment, a cool place to go. That's dope. So, um, what uh, what else did you watch that I didn't this week? Uh, I watched the uh, Broken Skull Sessions with Ron Simmons. I completely forgot about it until you mentioned it before we started recording. Right. So uh, I, I I remember it, it was dropping, but, then, but didn't remember when, and then was put on the cock for some reason and saw it or i saw a commercial for i don't know what the fuck happened but i i was reminded of it this week so i watched it uh, i loved it it's like an hour and a half uh cool. i know in the past like the the charles wright the godfather papa shango one was like under an hour and that was a little upsetting just because you know that i don't think it dove enough but again you look at the the level of talent and achievement and sort of sure see who who deserves what so uh but this is ron uh we've both talked about ron simmons on this show before uh, this is a dude that is uh, amazing, had a wild career, uh, yeah. and this was a really cool episode, man. Uh, you know, you should watch it. I'm not going to tell you too much about it. Um, yeah, because I, I may even watch it after we're done recording. You know, <laughs> uh, but so my favorite things, I'll just tell you, that, my favorite things about the Broken Skull Sessions, and they do this a few times on this episode, is Steve cues up a match, 
and he just sits there with the dude and talks about it, right? I, dude, I love when they do that. So like, I wish that was just this show because, like, it's so cool to hear these two guys. So, so I mean, you'll see when it happens, but obviously they talk about him winning the world title and they show, they show sure. clips of that match, uh, which we talked about last week, and they show a stunning Steve versus Ron Simmons match. Oh, that's awesome. Right, and they talk about that, and it's just super cool. You know, Ron is this awesome dude, laid-back guy. You know, everybody talks about how how influential he was, you know. Um, you know, the, Ron watching the, the, the heavyweight, the, the match where he beat, wins the title against Vader, he's still sort of in awe of the pop. He's like, watch the people, watch the people, you know, like, <laughs> like and that's super cool, you know. Oh, that's um, awesome. And he um, also uh, talks about how happy he was that he broke the color barrier. He's like, I'm more happy that I broke the color barrier than I am that winning the title. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so. It rocks him as fools. Right. All right. We're back. Uh, we're experiencing technical difficulties. Uh, Brett, are you with me? I think I am. You are. Good. All right. All right. So we were talking about Ron Simmons. Uh, everyone in podcast land, and I'm going to edit this so you don't know that there has just been like a five-minute gap in between us trying to figure <laughs> all this shit out over Skype because Skype always gives us fits. It but sure does. while we were resetting things, I saw that Brian Cage, uh, that AEW took the extra year option on his contract. I saw that earlier. Super weird. Uh so just pretend that's in the news section. Uh, what a waste of money that is. Anyway. Um, yeah. Where the no hell thanks. were we? Uh, Ron Simmons is the coolest. Ron Simmons is cool. Uh, right. Let's not, let's, let's not curse these anymore. We said more about Ron Simmons, about how awesome he is and how happy he is that his career was as good as it was and he wouldn't change anything. He wouldn't do it over. Talked a lot about Hero Matsuda. Super cool. Loved it. Go watch the Broken Skull section. Let's move on. All right, let's get into this. Um, I guess we'll we'll talk Japan first. Sure. Um, save AU Dub till the end. Sounds good. All right. So New Japan, uh, they came to their conclusion of their Golden Series, which has been running, I guess, since uh, after the Wrestle Kingdom shows. Okay. I didn't watch a single single match on it, and uh, you don't really need to. Right. So. The first night, um, I did like the setup. It was uh, LIJ, which was Hiromu, Shingo, and Naito uh, against Okada, um, Kojima, and Yuji Nagata. Okay. Uh, Naito was quite a motherfucker playing head games with Okada, which I loved. Yeah. Um, you know, which was setting up for their match the next day. Uh, but, man, Shingo and Yuji Nagata kicked the hell out of each other. Oh, good. And I'm happy. I love me some old... New Japan grandpa versus, you know, not not a young lion, but, you know, a young buck, if you will. Sure. And, uh, yeah, it was actually, like, a very good six-man tag. I was very impressed. Good. Um, the next match I watched from that, uh, hey, DJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, which letter do you, or which number do you like more, six or nine? <laughs> I like them when they're together. Well, sir. I have to let you know that we have official newly crowned New Japan IWGP Junior Tag Team Champions. Yes. The 69th ever. That's right. 
and is the tag team of six or nine, <laughs> which is Master Watto and Ryusuke Taguchi. Is he still going by Master? I think so. Okay. Uh, you're a bigger, you're a better man than I. I, uh, you're both. I didn't watch Taguchi. Uh, I forgot. Wow, that he, you didn't even watch your. Guy. I didn't. I forgot that he was on these shows. Um, that hurts because I, I just watched the two, two mains from nights one and two because I've been so far removed from New Japan. Uh, all my support in the world though. Taguchi's the best. Uh, Master Watto's a thing. Uh, just trying to pair the young guy up with the with the wily veteran, I guess. Um, That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, listen, Taguchi's the man. I'm glad he got his wish. He didn't get to be the 69th junior heavyweight champion like he wanted. No, 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 he was. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So oh. that's why he wanted to be the 69th of oh, the tag okay. titles as well. <laughs> I, thought he was, I thought he was trying to win that junior tournament to become the 69th junior t- champion. Oh, no, no. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Good. <laughs> Good for Taguchi. Down, if there if there's any record that needs to be glorified and talked about in professional wrestling, it's it's that record that he is yeah. both 69th title holder for each of those <laughs> things. He uh he got the pin and he just looked in the camera just shocked and he started yelling 69 yes. <laughs> that's cuz he's, so, he's the single greatest professional wrestler alive I'm, I'm today. I'm so happy with him. Yeah. Um and then uh, main event for the night one, I watched uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi defending the IWGP US title against Sonata. I watched you this know, as well. The big story, Sonata can never win the big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonata won the big one. Yeah, so this is his first singles belt? Yeah. That's Sonata cr- Hive, stand up, baby. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, commentary mentioned that he's like the same exact age as Okada and how that hurts him. Yep. Um, uh, we've liked to, to, uh, Sonata for a very long time. So, yeah, dude, match was really good. I thought too. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, uh, I thought if anything, Tana looked a little slower than normal. Yeah. Um, I think, sad. <laughs> I think that, you know, he's 10 years old. He's in his forties, uh, injuries and you know, I, I, the pandemic has hit him hard. I know he's been battling his weight. He looks like a million yeah. bucks, but I know he's been having some struggles, so I thought he looked a little slow. Uh, still, a slow Tanahashi better than most people. So. Well, and I like the story that they told. You know, uh, he won that belt with a brawl against Lance Archer. Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom, he had a wild brawl against Kenta, which you know that was crazy. Right. And then he said, "Oh, he's like, I want to bring the wrestling back to this title." Mm-hmm. Well, you got pinned with a roll up. Right. <laughs> Could be more. I I love that little like. Little uh, bow on the top there. Yeah. I I thought that was real cool. Yeah, definitely. And Absolutely. I love Sonata, so good for him. Been, Sonata's is super underrated, right? Sonata fans for a long time. Um, Absolutely. And uh, yeah, good for him. It's shocking that it's his first title, singles title. Uh, cause yeah. he's, he's too good otherwise. He's just so good. Yeah, I mean, both dudes kind of like the you know trainees of Mudo, right? And, uh, yeah, I thought that was real cool. Yeah. Um, so second night, I did not watch any matches except for the main event, okay. which was for the IWGP heavyweight title, Kazuchika Okada versus Tetsuya Naito. Yeah. Um, from the jump, from like Naito's entrance, I don't know, this felt like a big match to me for okay. some reason. All right. Um, you know, they've been teasing like in interviews, Naito in the past has said, I don't want to wrestle so I'm old. He goes, I'm going to retire when I'm 40. Yeah. And uh, he turns 40 this year. Oh, really? 
Yeah. So okay. a lot of people have been speculating, like, you know, was this his last big match with Okada? Yeah. Um, dude, I this felt like a like a New Japan main event to me again. Yeah. Uh, you know, it didn't it didn't hook me. Um, I don't know whether you know it was late or whatever. Uh, I've seen these guys wrestle a bunch of times. They're they're classic rivals at this point. Um, and uh, it was good. I'm not saying it's not good. It's certainly a very very good match. Uh, I think I've just seen these guys do better against each other. So I was like, yeah, okay, it's good. But I was like, yeah, they had the one banger from Wrestle Kingdom a couple years ago. It was probably yeah. better than this. Yeah. But man, this was probably, I, I love this dude. Yeah. Uh, Naito like busted out the Stardust Press, like getting desperate. And, yeah. Uh, Okada hitting like the weird, like old, I don't know, whatever sort of driver. Like, oh uh-huh. my God, it was so good. And like the crowd just stopped caring about the, uh, you know, vocal <laughs> expression uh, limits yeah. and they were just going for it. And then, yeah. it, uh, it's cool in this age, I guess, when, you know, they're very strict over there with the, uh, sure. you know, COVID stuff. And, like, to hear them just, like, break it all oh, was so – it was refreshing. Yeah, one of the interesting things to me that maybe I felt while watching it that didn't, that didn't bring me into it is that I don't think commentary was very good on this. I think commentary was a little flat on this match. So, like, maybe that's what didn't, like, stop me from being fully invested. Again – not a bad match by any means. It's a very good match. These two are very, very good wrestlers. Um, but something about it just it didn't click uh for me. Again, not saying it's a bad match. It's just, you know, you have those things where it's just like, okay, I'm watching this and it's it's here. So Yeah, but, I uh But I'm I glad I'm glad you that. loved it. it oh, for, man, for whatever reason. It was so good. <laughs> for whatever reason it just didn't it didn't it didn't bring me in, didn't grab me. And it, it might just be New Japan as a whole, you know, like I I haven't been involved, I haven't been paying attention um i count me as one of the people that were like all right i'm I'm out for a bit till you guys get your act together so sure but well uh something that did grab some attention and another japanese company that i ended up watching this happened yesterday morning i guess uh yeah from the pro wrestling noah game control card i only watched the main event that's all i had time for i watched it last night right um, it was Fujita going the challenger to uh, Nakajima for the GHC heavyweight title. Yes. Uh, some of the things that happened in this match were super violent. Yeah. I'm very excited uh, to watch this match. I didn't have time to watch it. Uh, I'm going to run it back this weekend. But Yeah, a lot of unsafe kicks to the head. Um, what, to the point where Nakajima, Nakajima has a ruptured eardrum. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, which, you know, hey, like, I'm no safety police or anything like that, but um, eesh, yeah. Yeah, it's a little scary sometimes. Right. Um, but Fujita won. Yeah. And uh, it seemed to cause a real big stink within their fan base. <laughs> yeah, that's so that's interesting. So, uh I saw this. I got. I, I signed on to Twitter, and it was like the first thing that I saw. Dude, me too. <laughs> uh, and I was like, okay, because like I'm excited for this match. I, you know, I like Fujita uh, as as a shit kicking old guy. You know, le- legit fighter, legend. Uh, but I really like Nakajima as champ. Yeah, Nakajima's been on an insane run. And um, really interesting. Uh, I guess that's the word for it. That the you have Fujita win. Um, it, it screams like wasted opportunity screams that you're blowing your shot 
Uh, yeah. You know, Noah got a ton of hype. Uh, I think it's died down really quickly. Uh, I agree. Mostly because I think, you know, when, when even when I'm recommending to watch these shows, I'm telling you to only watch the last two matches. And if you can't put together complete cards, it's going to be much harder to get people to come for you. And not that they're not good. It's just, you know, you got to find that rhythm and that, that, that groove. And, you know, they, they get all these eyes on them and they have Funaki beat Keno for the national title, which um, I like that match. I like what they did in it. But then they're also doing with the main title now within a month or two, you know, I mean, January was when they really had that giant show. So less sure. than two months later, you've you've gone your two main belts and you've put them on old guys who were legit like fighters, legit yeah. shoot fighters. Um, and that's an interesting thing to do. Like that's uh, I don't think that's very good. I don't think that's I think people really like Nakajima and Keno. And, you know, you, you, you have a, a hole to dig yourself out of. If they're going to tell a story, tell a story. Um, but it's interesting. Like, Fujita is a, a monster of a man and a, a, you know, convincing professional wrestler. Um, and I know he wasn't full-time, and now he's committed full-time. That stuff, you know, doesn't make any sense or influence me in any way. Um, but I think if you wanted to take your spot and take a run at new Japan while they're on a downturn. I think you run at them full speed ahead with Nakajima and Keno. Sure. Uh, you know, and Kitamiya and like these matches that go Shizaki's having where he's having great matches and losing is confusing. Um, especially to international audiences, which conceivably is what you're trying to attract. Uh, also. And so, yeah, I don't, I, Noah might be wasting a bit of an opportunity here. Yeah, um, it's weird. Um, you know, I don't know. Take it with a grain of salt, I guess, but some things came out that Fujita refused the job to Nakajima. Yeah. Uh, you know, which I feel like harkens the whole Enokiism deal. Right. And that's <laughs> a big thing about professional wrestling that, that Enokiism hurt. Like, that's, you know, uh, the, you know, the, the prove you're legitimately tough so you make your wrestling believable. I don't know that that's that. That's that necessary especially not now um but to see you know again japanese wrestling much like american wrestling favors the old guys it's it's much easier to put an old guy an old fan favor on a poster than it is trying to convince people that a new guy is any good not that nakajima is new these guys are are proven um but it's interesting that that's that that's where they're going that they're putting so much weight into these these Enochism style guys in a company that sort of people consider carrying the torch of Babaism. Yeah. So that's interesting. Unless you're, if you're trying to tell a story and that's what you're going to do, you're going to have the Babaism rise back up through the ranks and whatever. I don't know. Uh, but you know, it, uh, you're, you're on a, you're, you're on a precipice here and you could, you could really, you could fall off if you're not careful. You got to walk a line really close and if you if you feel like you, you you made a decision and it didn't get over, you got to correct it real fucking quick. Uh, and if you have a champion that won't job to the younger, smaller guys, you're gonna have a hard time finding anybody small, you know, who's who's much bigger than Fujita. Yeah, like so, that's, that's a problem, you yeah. know. And Nakajima was on such a hellacious run, and then. Right. You know, that happens and you go, that sucks. <laughs> right. The only thing I can see them doing is like if Go 
Go Shizaki's on his run of like, you know, he's wearing the Misawa gear. He's, you know, he's doing all this sort of Misawa tribute stuff. He's the, you know, the, the heir to Kobashi, like all that sort of stuff. Maybe he steps up and says, you know, Enochiism is, is taking, trying to get a full foothold here and I'm not going to allow it to happen. I I'm here to honor the pillars and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Um, yeah. It'll but, be interesting to see where they go from here, though. And yeah, Fujita's a guy I like. I'm excited oh, for this match. Sure. I'm still excited to watch this match. Yeah. Uh, but knowing that finish takes a little bit of the little bit of the, the punch out of it for me. Yeah, it is funny because the first thing I did, like I opened Twitter yesterday morning, and what are we? The first picture I saw was him holding right. Up the belt. And the thing is, like if if Nakajima had retained, and that was the first thing I saw, I'd be like, cool, can't wait to watch that match. <laughs> Sure, exactly. But seeing that yeah. he lost with a dude that that is so good, uh, and was so good in his title defenses, you know, had my match of the year last year. Fujita ain't giving me a match of the year. No. Uh, so you know, it's it's interesting. You know, they again this match is it's very violent, right? But yeah. it, it's it's just it's so, a weird decision, right? So who knows? We'll see. I guess we just got to go along for the ride. Um, I yeah, I guess so. But I'll, I'll you know, I'll sit in the back of the car and wait. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I just I, I guess I know a lot of people are like this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so, right. Um, so uh, I guess we'll talk AEW then, unless you have something else. I got nothing else, man. I don't think so. Let me let me scroll All through right. here. Nope. Uh, AEW Rampage Slam Dunk. Yes, so this was before the All-Star festivities of yes. the weekend. Um, so first thing I have here is, uh, hey, Cole, with the neck bumps. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, maybe maybe don't. Yeah, my man was getting dumped. Yeah. Especially like a couple weeks before you have a main event match at the pay-per-view. Like, yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's tune that down a little bit, brother. For sure. Um, next thing I have. Oh, I, was, thought, uh, I thought 10 looked good in this match, though. Yeah, I thought he looked good. I don't like him doing the weird, like, Jan Spears gimmick of the 10s. Right. That's weird. I want to be like, dude, let that go forever, please. Yeah. Um, I like... Especially because, you know, fuck that guy. Right, 100%. Uh, I like Cole letting, you know, giving a guy a whole bunch. Like, that's... that's sure. That's, that's nice of him. Um, I thought 10 looked really good. But, yeah, that's, you know, is an opener. We're going to have Cole beat a big dude so that he can of hype course. him up for the next match. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the next match, uh, it was Dante Martin and Will Hobbs. Yeah. Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, I love when Dante Martin comes out and Taz goes, that guy right there, you're looking at a heathen. <laughs> <laughs> I love Taz so much. Yeah. Uh, and then I just have written here, Hobbs is the fucking truth. <laughs> uh, listen, I have, a, I have a new dream match we're going to get a part of uh, coming up, uh, but this is... Listen, if if one of if either one of these guys doesn't win this ladder match, you have to put them in a program against each other, and it's uh, it's Will Hobbs versus Keith Lee. Uh, I want that match. I, I just I I think it'll be wonderful. Uh, I don't know if you do it because I think you want to, Keith Lee to be able to use his size as sure. the spectacle for now. Uh, I but, need it though. <laughs> but Hobbs in this match, throwing that spine buster, uh, everything else, uh, man. Uh yeah, he's uh this, Hobbs is great. I love Hobbs. Hobbs is awesome. We've been we've been a fan since the beginning. Uh yeah. it, I love the way they're setting up this this ladder match and uh I'm excited for that 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 Hobbs figure they got coming out supposedly, right? He's he's supposed to be in the next line too, isn't he? Dude, yeah, well it's supposed to be him, Kingston, Thunder Rosa, 
Ricky Starks. Right. So, uh, and I think Brian Cage, which I'm like, ah, oh, I'll get four out of five. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I Thunder Rose is amazing, and I need a Hobbs and Starks. Yep. And of course Eddie. So. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next thing I have here is, hey Jade's outfit. Yeah. Uh, this sets up uh, uh Marky with the the line of the night. Uh, that Jade's gonna beat up that rabbit lady. <laughs> um, <laughs> so good. That was really funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jade, uh, wearing the question marks cause some fucking troll online gave her shit about looking like the Riddler. Yep. And so she was like, all right, well, I'll, uh, I'll turn that around on you. You asshole. And, uh, Jade's got a great Twitter. Uh, she doesn't take any shit. Uh, and she says, <laughs> and she says fun things. She certainly does. Great follow. Great. Follow. Um, last thing I have for this episode was the main event. Yeah. Uh, switchblade versus Trent. Yeah. The, uh, deep, the deep five minute challenge isn't hitting the way they. Nah, it wasn't good again. Yeah. Um, but Switchblade versus Trent I thought was was great. I mean, this opens up with that weird promo thing and Trent calls Switchblade a knife pervert, so <laughs> he sure does. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was awesome, man. I dude, Jay White can go. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh we got a bunch of Hiroshi Hiroshi Hase mentions. We sure did. On commentary, which was super cool. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, there was a yeah, it was a good match. Uh, yeah, I have, I have a good solid wrestling. Match. I, I have a note here that I felt like I was supposed to know what it meant, but I have a almost caught him there switch with a moonsault, and I don't know what that means. But oh. all right, well, yeah, I'll, I'll so, take your word for it. Whatever. Uh, and I did like uh, him and Orange Cassidy have a little standoff at the right. end. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'll take Switchblade Orange Cassidy any day. That'll be great. Absolutely. Um, so then uh, we'll get to uh, to Rampage. Or not Rampage, Dynamite. I have Rampage written down here twice. Uh, give me give me one second. I, I shit you not. Uh, I have a smoke alarm that is beeping because the battery is low. I thought I heard it. <laughs> Unfucking believable. Take just, your time. just stay here. I'll be right back. <laughs> Right. Uh, no, what the hell were we talking about? Um, we were, where were we? We were about to talk uh, Dynamite. Again, through the magic of podcasting, this will seem like only uh, less than a second has passed yeah, in, in, your, in your listening time. Uh, but in reality, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm about to have a heart attack. Dude, this is like the worst, like the most cursed episode. It's the most cursed right episode. Uh, no, I remember there was that one time where we recorded and it came back all robotic. We had to right. start recording like one in the morning. We, we did a whole episode over again and tried to be fun and entertaining. Yeah, amen, and it was real bad. Amen to that. Uh, so if <laughs> I think if, we cut like forty minutes off of it, right? Listen, if you're uh, if, you, if this is your first time listening to this show, just please understand it's not normally like this. Uh, give us yeah, a, not all the time. Give us another episode. And, yeah. You know, our, our episodes in the summer, fantastic. Oh, so we, we are a summer fall podcast. We are. We should just take winters off. We should vacation somewhere for the winter. Take them vacation off. Vacation all I Absolutely. I'm all right. with that. Uh, so, Switchblade, that match was good. That's where we yeah. were. Yeah, dynamite time. Dynamite time. All right. Yeah. Tag Battle Royal. Yes. Uh, a couple standout things. Um, I love the OC save on Trent. Mm-hmm. That made me real happy. Yes. Um, 
the Santana and Trent standoff. Yeah. That was awesome because that crowd erupted. Uh, I mean, uh, they said it on commentary, but like that, the pandemic era, one of my favorite AEW matches is that street fight is so good. Yeah. So. Um, I, I like even Santana after the match, he like tweeted out like they remembered. Yeah. Which I thought was real cool. Yeah, like, that's that, cool. Dude, Santana is a star. He is, for sure. That guy's incredible. Um, yeah. I love uh, bald FTR doing the fake Arn Anderson punch to DDT thing. Yeah. That was great. Absolutely. Um, you know, I like the standoff between, like, them and, like, Red Dragon have great stuff in the match. Right. So um, uh, that's, the, that's what I would have done. Uh, I would have... My program would have been John Silver winning this, and then FTR Red Dragon have a program coming out of this. Uh, yeah, I think most wrestling companies forget that you can build stuff outside of your main point in a battle royal. Agreed. Um, my standout of this match, though, is that I put it on, watched it in real time, and Michelle was sitting on the couch next to me. And as soon as it came on TV, she looked up and she's like, "Ooh, what's this?" Ooh, Michelle loves battle royals. Michelle yes. loves battle royals, and she's like, as long yes. as she said, she said more than eight people in a ring, and she's super excited about what's going on. Dude, oh my god! See, she's finding her so, wrestling. She's on right. her wrestling journey. Right, uh, and then she was like, "This is dumb. This is dumb. What's that guy's problem?" So, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, but yeah, Red Dragon. Um, they got the win, right? If I yes. Yes. Kyle, yeah. Kyle O'Reilly gets the win. Yeah, because then uh, Hangman Page wastes no time and comes out and kicks the shit out of both of them. Yes, and O'Reilly did like a really late turnaround for the Buckshot, and it, oh, was, it was so, so good. good. So it was good. So good. Like, I even like, you know, the Bucks were kind of standing in the ring, and they just said to Hangman, go ahead, do what you want. Yeah. Um, you know, then him beating up Adam Cole. Oh, man, Hangman's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, this I, was I'm cool. A big, I'm a big fan of the hang, yeah. of, I, uh, the Hangman. You know, I, I don't I don't think they're ready to pull the belts off of Jurassic Express, even though I don't think they've defended them at all. Maybe once, dude. They've like defended them on Rampage, yeah. like against the Ass Boys. Yeah, uh, so they're not going to pull that off of them yet. But uh, you know, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Red Dragon being tag champs. No, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um. So next thing we have here, uh-huh. the, uh huh. The the MJF promo. Yes. Um. My favorite line from it may have been, "We got we got Jews in the house." Uh, that's my only note from this whole promo. <laughs> is we got Jews in the house. Uh, that it's such a good line. Him trying to be like the baby face, but like struggling through it to get his point across. Like that was cool stuff, dude. I thought that. I mean, you know, I, we've both been kind of critical of MJF, yeah. like, eh, like you know, it's just. Shitty heel trope after shitty heel trope, but it's the low-hanging fruit. Right. Uh, this was incredible. I love this, yeah. Uh, this is, um, this, somebody amazing. needs to sit him down. And he's he's had one or two really good ones in the past. Uh, I he think has. it was Joe online that said, like, one out of every five is actually he's really right. good. He's um, right. They need to sit him down and like be like, okay, wherever you went for this, whatever place you had to get to, wherever your brain was at, keep it there. Uh, this was great. Um, yeah. You know, uh, he got, he had the fans in the palm of his hands. Dude, uh, he had them. You're you so know, right. And he's still a bad guy, but this yeah. is, this is him be actually being able to manipulate them. Uh, yep. and that's masterclass. Right. This was, this was a re like if, 
if this is what they see in him, like this is why they like him so much and this is why they give him such like heavy stuff to pull on these shows, I get it. Now get the consistency there. Not that he's a bad promo otherwise. He just if but if he can connect on this level, connect on this level. Yeah. Um so. dude, I even thought like at Punk at the end coming out sold it perfectly. Right. Yep. Um, you know, MJF got himself to cry. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, Cody never did that. Nope. <laughs> Tried. Um, you know, and then like it came out today, like this shit was true. Yeah. Like, you know, that dude on the wrestling class that Instagram page yeah. you know, and he like went from the comedy goes, Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Wow. And like somebody went back and they found like the old Facebook post of like how he said, you know, the picture of Danielson and Punk and everything. Mm-hmm. And they go, Yeah, look when this was posted and it was true. Yeah. So it was like, Oh man, like it's so good dude this storyline has been great right absolutely um like every twist and turn between these dudes has been awesome and it's gonna be interesting because what do you where do you go does is it does punk need to win this now or or is or is this is this what officially like makes max the the prodigy they all try to tell us he was like you know does punk actually winning this after this promo hurt max now because this promo was that good i don't know it's interesting well i look at it this way there's one more go there's a go home show yeah before the pay-per-view and that's when max is gonna flip it and just go ultra mega heel and like it's gonna be so good right and (laughs) that's what it is you gotta build them up and then just bury them so like because you know like it like is like say punk comes out and he's like listen man like you know I didn't know it ran this deep. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, right. Dude, even like have them like legit like hug in the middle of the ring and then Max just kick them right in the dick. Like, right. Oh, it'd be so good. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, oh man, wrestling, I don't know. Sometimes it just it writes itself. So, yep. but I, I've totally enjoyed this storyline, man. I really have. Yeah, so it's been cool. Kudos to these guys for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Wrestling's easy when you let it be. You're a hundred percent right, dude. Um, then we have, uh, penta oscuro yes what'd you think of that uh penta was cool what'd you think about that with Sabrantes? uh what a oh my god <laughs> <laughs> like michelle was still watching at this it's point. in the blood it's in the blood uh it's <laughs> a reference for just us uh yep. they michelle genuinely asked me if he was a clown she was like, is he a clown? Like, is he? Because, like, I think she said when she was watching GCW, like, Psycho Clown came out or whatever. Oh, okay. So she's like, is he another clown? And I was like, <laughs> he's, he's a clown for sure. He's but a like, clown already. But, like, not an actual, like, balloon animals, big shoes, like, squirting flower clown. He's just a clown clown. Yeah, he's not doink. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, this was hilarious. Uh he uh, unintentionally hilarious again Abrahantes tries to throw himself into the center of these things where he's like over emoting he's like yeah. uh, he was doing what Scarlet used to do with with carrying crosses entrance in Dude, NXT I said the same thing I'm and, like oh so he's the new Scarlet yeah it's uh, <laughs> Alex the smoke show Abrahantes <laughs> um yeah what oh, a, he was so bad so fucking bad uh, but the, dude, all right. So the match itself, man. Um, oh, I love the I match, thought, dude. I thought like this is the most they've done so far to let Brody get some shine. Yeah, 
Right. Uh, I thought he looked like a killer. In this and match. this was a, this match was heavy story. They were trying to get a story across here. Dude, I know. I think I don't know if we texted each other last night, but that finish of him Penta blocking the mist. Yep. And black like choking that, on it was so I, good. <laughs> I popped huge. You know, sold sold out at the at the house here for for that one. <laughs> uh, that uh, I loved that finish where he covers Me his too, mouth man. And, and it just it. He just doesn't know what to do, and he panics, and he loses. It was so good. You know, yeah. everybody's re- replaying the chop Rana for how, like, illogical but awesome it is. Sure. Um, you know. But that finish, man, was awesome. Yeah, the finish is great. Uh, and, like, you know, felt abrupt, which it should. You know, sure, like, absolutely. it just it worked out so well. Uh, this was super cool, man. Dude, Black even did, like, a great job post-match selling it, like, going to get the water, like, yeah. to clear his throat, like. Man, he did a good job there. And then, you know, the lights go out, and because uh, he's going to decapitate Penta right. with a shovel. Yes. Uh, and we have the debuting Buddy Matthews. Yes. Long lost cousin of Sean Matthews. <laughs> uh, first of all, somebody just pointed out, they go, I thought this dude was on 205 in LI, <laughs> not 265 live. Right. He's yeah. jacked. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, uh, love the swerve yeah. too. Yeah, and he's got a, he's on the same uh, Billy Ass approved nutrition plan as Billy Ass's kids are on. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Uh, love the swerve of him joining up with House of Black. Yeah, um, dude. When Brody went on the ramp and he took out like five of those security cards. Yep, it was so good. Yeah, it looked really good. <laughs> I'm like, dude, like, this is it. Make him look like an absolute monster that he is. Yeah. Like, this is exactly what we need. Um, But, yeah, dude, now you have that group where it's like, okay, buddy, like, he can go. Mm-hmm. He can really go. Right. I mean, Black can go, too, but Black's more of, like, the character guy. Yeah. And then you have Brody, who's just, like, the big monster. Yep. Like, that's perfect. Yeah. I'm so down for uh, this. They're, they're, uh, they have to be gearing up for trios titles. How are they not? God, they need to be. Oh, right. my God. We need it, man. That could be some um, of the most interesting stuff in this company is having I agree. a good trios division. I agree, hundred percent, man. Yeah. Um. So the next thing I have, mm-hmm. uh, Eddie Effin Kingston. Right. So I think a lot of people weren't weren't uh, weren't excited about this uh, this promo this this happening this meet this face to face, if you will, between Kingston and Jericho. Uh, and I think mostly because people were expecting Jericho to uh, to just let out a wet fart, and uh, he kind of did. He kind of uh, did. But it doesn't matter when you're – everybody lets out a wet fart when you're cutting a promo against Kingston. Uh, it just sort of illustrates that Jericho is not the great that he once was. No, um, he was a lot of, lot of stumbling, bumbling, and fumbling. <laughs> right, because prime Jericho could handle Eddie – uh, sure. Eddie just runs over him in this fucking promo. Dude, uh, Eddie's the man. Right. And I, our friend Jenna tweeted last night, Eddie Kingston might be their favorite wrestler. Right. I, I think that should be general consensus among, among everybody. Right. That crowd wasn't chanting for Jericho at all last no. night. They were just going nuts for no. Eddie. And it was cool. Like, Eddie just, just the, all right, are we done stroking your ego with that stupid song? <laughs> uh, yeah, like, like, I don't want to talk. I want wrestling. Get Statlander and uh, Willow Nightingale or whoever right. <laughs> right uh you know he's like i i want the guy that your buddy levesque hates oh that was so uh, good you good, know like good line. he's like he wants the lion heart man he wants yeah. the jericho that we used to have 
Yeah. Uh, and you know Jericho looks in in much better shape. But you know he he does last he looks week good. he was good in that match. I think you know he's he's recommitted. Maybe that Fozzie tours out of, out of his mind for the moment. Um, yeah, because like the I thought Jericho had a good line where he was like, "This is going to be sports entertaining," but you know it'll actually be entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Uh, Eddie shouting out ten room yeah, war. Right. I mean that's you know a man a man of your heart. Right. It's just, I, <laughs> like I couldn't love Eddie Kingston enough. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, Eddie, Eddie and I, uh, given the right circumstances could have very long conversations, uh, about a, about a whole, a whole era of pro wrestling oh, 100%. Uh, for a very, it. very long time. But, uh, listen, you mentioned let's Tenru. Get, let's get in a room and talk some shop. Right. But, uh, I, yeah, this was really good. Again, Eddie is, a, Eddie's amazing. Uh, the crowd is a hundred percent behind him. Uh, oh, absolutely. and I think it will be a massive mistake if Eddie doesn't go over Jericho. I agree. A thousand percent. Uh, I think to win. Eddie is already one of your favorite guys by the crowd. One of your most popular wrestlers. Uh, you know, Jericho's like, it's because you look like a jobber, blah, blah, blah. Um, Dude, I love that Eddie's like, what's a baby face? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, but like, just, uh, you know, not that Eddie's not already super loved and super over there, but a win over Jericho puts you on a different level. And sure. Jericho's not wrong when he said that in this promo. Yeah, no, he's right. He's so, you know, right. he's like, I I, I'm the guy here. He goes, it's not hangman. It's not my, yeah. I'm the guy. And you know, that Jericho has, uh, a career that you could hold up against anybody ever. Yep. I and agree. it'll be hard to beat. Um, so, you know, I think the right move here is Eddie wins, Eddie gets that extra move to the main, and then you figure out what you're doing, because that dude wants a belt, and I think that Put the damn world title on him, dude, I, even I, if it's only for a month. I think that dude deserves a belt, right. Absolutely, he does. Get so, him the world title, and it would, wrestling will explode. Absolutely. Oh, man, it'd be so great. Absolutely. Um, so next we had Ricky Starks versus Ten. Yes. Uh, in a ladder match qualifier. Um, I thought the crowd was going to be a little, like, down after this. Yeah. Dude, again, I love the finish. Like, right. Twisting the mask, making him yep. let go of the, the uh, full Nelson, hitting the spear. Once, like, yeah. whoever was, like, booking the finishes last night, good good on right. them. Uh, listen, this is not my not my preferred ending here. Uh, because, listen, uh, Starks is awesome. Uh, you know, that dude's super talented, super over, uh, a certified star. Uh, but man, I want this ladder me- ladder match to just be all meat. I want this. Yeah. I want a Haas ladder match. Agreed. <laughs> and uh, having you know, and I get it. Ten isn't isn't a guy that's ready to beat Starks. It'll be interesting to see how Starks and Hobbs play off each other in a match where they're both sure. competing for the same thing. Sure. Uh, but man, there's just something hilarious to me about putting just a, an all Haas ladder match out there. Yeah, uh, that you know, oh, it'd be so cool. And again, Starks is going to be a, a great contribution. Uh, yeah. But having ten in there, you know, somebody's got to lose, uh, and uh, <laughs> just just load it with big guys. But yeah, um, I love like the the little Keith Lee interaction backstage with Starks like deep in his voice and impersonating. Yeah, was so funny. That was really funny. But yeah, that's where he got the Lee Hobbs standoff. And I just was sitting here going, ooh, I didn't know I needed that. That's right that's now. dream match. That's my new 100% my dream match right now. Yep, give me now. Um, you had Jade versus uh, the Bunny. Yep. 
um you know was what it was i thought it was a good tv match I, again I'm okay not not great jade's not there yet i think she's getting better i think yeah. i think bunny is an issue yes <laughs> um but you know i thought jade looked good i think i think she's she's improving every time which is which is important she's one of well, the you okay yeah oh she's one of the only wrestlers that we see every week that is true. You're right. They're letting her get her reps in. Um, Every week. So, and if she's being coached by Brian Danielson, right. I, we may have a potential killer on our hands. Right. And listen, she also uh, said, who's next? Uh, <laughs> oh, hot Goldberg. Hot Goldberg lives. I got to trademark that shit. Let me email that to myself yeah, so do. I have proof. Uh, <laughs> that's hot Goldberg. It sure is. Uh, if they ever need a Jerry Flynn, call me up. Ooh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then call me up. And then take take huh? Yeah, that's true. You're single. Well, Michelle might not mind. Uh, get, get your hall pass. Yeah, uh, but uh, Ty, Tay Conti, Ty Conti, uh, they're gonna kill Dude, each other. I can't wait. I can't wait for them to just punch each other in the face for real. They're a hundred percent gonna get mad at each other for something stupid and just start throwing. God, I hope so. And it's going to be awesome. Professionalism is overrated. Let's right. Shoot. Who gives a shit? I, I want. So not only is, not only is Jade Cargill hot Goldberg, I want her <laughs> Ty Conte to be John Tenta versus Koji Katow. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and if you know, you know. Uh huh. And if, if you, you don't, don't go look, look it, it up. Look it up. <laughs> uh, yes. That's what I want. I don't care who takes what role. Uh, you know. Uh. Who's the better wrestler? Might be a draw tie, maybe a little better, I guess. So she'd have maybe. to be, she'd have to be the John Tenta of the situation. I'm fine with that. Uh, but whatever, I want, I want this to be uh, insane. <laughs> just, just somebody, please, just get, just get a little bit mad. I hope uh, they both get color. Right. Oh, they, uh, yeah. Hard way. Right. That's oh, so good. Yeah. This. That's. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Lots of potential. Then, main event time. Yes. Um, Danielson versus Daniel Garcia. This got announced like a couple hours before yeah. the show, and I was just like, oh, my God, thank you, Tony Khan. Right, and what a stink fest that ended up being, right? Oh, what are you, terrible, what are you terrible oh, pro God. wrestling, right? Get these guys, out of here. Get going. These, these fucking guys, what have they ever done in the business? <laughs> Dude, when they had that, uh, that like Greco-Roman knuckle lock in their forearm each other, uh-huh. like, Somebody said they're like, well, that'll be the next hot indie spot for the next six months. Right, absolutely. <laughs> uh, these are just two technical wrestlers being technical wrestlers and right. just beating each other up, and it was so good. Yeah, Garcia super loved by the crowd. Uh, gonna be a star. We talk about it here. Five, ten years, he's he's top of the card against everybody. Yeah. Uh, in meaningful stuff. Uh, but Dragon's like, I'm just gonna have a couple fun matches with some young guys before I get yeah. to. Get the shit kicked out of me by Mox. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love uh, 2.0 running at the end and jumping Danielson for Danielson yeah. running his mouth about them. Right. Um, and then, yeah, Mox making the same. Dude, when the opening, like, like feedback of Wild Thing hits, that mm-hmm. place, like, erupts. Absolutely. And he comes through and just looks like an absolute just maniac. Yeah. Put up swinging on everyone. For sure. Um, and then, yeah, him and Danielson, they're... They're gonna bleed together. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's I love I love Danielson holding the chair and then saying that line, I don't need this to make anybody bleed. Right. 
Yeah. God, I, I can't wait for that match. I hope it's different. I don't think it's going to be too technical. It might start that way, but I don't think it's going to end that way. No. I, it's just this is the end of full-on melee. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Oh, be so This happy. match was I great. Love, I don't even have any notes on this match because it was wonderful. Yeah, man. Same. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's all, like, the wrestling this Dude, week. This was a great Dynamite. Last Dude, week's Dynamite was real good. Like three in a row, man. They've yeah. been knocking it out of the park. Yeah, this is, and this one so, was like really promo heavy. Like, you know, the matches were good, but like lots of story. I expect that, like, the go home show on a pay per view. Yeah. But yeah, the, the week before, I thought it was awesome. Right. Yeah, because the go home's next week, right? Go home's next week. That's yeah. That's crazy. All right. Yeah, so I'd, uh, super, super stoked on, on that company right yes, now, man. Absolutely. They've been killing it. Yeah, for so. sure. Um, but all right, what I what, what do we have for the watch list this week? There, partner. Uh, so the watch list, our third week, uh, celebrating uh, black wrestlers for Black History Month. Uh, it was my second pick, and I picked Awesome Kong, uh, and or Amazing Kong, uh, and or well, what the hell was their WWE name? Karma. Karma. Uh, and we got three matches here, uh, a top three of sorts, not really, just sort of stuff that, that fits. Um, Stuck out. Yeah, I uh, I watched them in, I don't know what order, but we can start with uh, Awesome Kong versus Tara from Turning Point 2009 in a Six Sides of Steel match. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, that you didn't enjoy this? Um, nah. Oh, this really? Did no, this did nothing for oh, me. Oh, man. So, uh, I, I, I'm a big Tara fan. Uh, I, I liked her in WWE, uh, sort of a little early for, you know, cause she's a pretty talented in ring worker, uh, and was coming up in an era where that wasn't necessarily, uh, well, sure. She started out as one of Godfather's hopes. Right. Um, I, I, this opens up with a slap exchange, uh, you know, uh, I think some of the stuff looked really brutal on this stuff. I think the. Uh, the, some of the splashes that Kong was dropping on the Terra looked really nasty. Uh, I liked that the, that they cut holes in the, in the cage for the camera people to put the, the lens through. I thought that was cool. Nice touch, uh, on this weird ass cage. Uh, I thought the power bomb, the, the Terra, when she power bombs Kong off the top rope looked really cool. That was like the only thing where I'm like, oh, that was cool. The, you didn't like the top of the cage Luthez press. No, I did not. I thought that was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, because uh, it was supposed to be know. a cross body and it didn't work out. Uh, and uh, yeah, I didn't have a problem with this match at all. I thought it was, I thought it was fun. Yeah, I don't know. It was like a ten minute cage match, and I'm yeah. like, uh, this is weird. It was just like a randomly thrown together cage match, which, nah. Yeah, well, I think, I think uh, impact I is just all randomly thrown together, especially of this era. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just like I tried, but it did like nothing okay. for me. <laughs> All right, and like it was weird, like Tara at the end being the big baby face and crying. Yeah, like what? What are you doing? Like, yeah, <laughs> putting her spider, putting her spider on the the commentary table. Yeah, uh, I don't uh, know. It was, it was weird. Okay, second match versus Mischief from Shimmer, Volume Nine. Uh, Mischief, I know because I think she has a card in Book It, the the board game we play. Um, I think you're right. Funny enough, uh, so this uh, the 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 big thing out of this match for me 
is the the weird torture rack variation that that Kong does. See now, like this match, I was way yeah. into it. <laughs> Where she like touch makes makes her opponent's feet touch their back of their head in oh, a torture so rack gross. position. Super weird, super gross. Dude, her throwing like the missile drop kick and just kicking her right in her face. Right, uh, mischief not rolling all the way away from the splash and taking yep. it on her fucking ribs. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then like the the last four minutes of this match are a straight out beating. Yeah. Uh, and mischief like just wouldn't die. Right. I, I would have. I would have been like, I'm out. I'm done yeah. with this shit. Yep. Uh, Tap. I'm out of here. Right. So again, I I like this match. I'm glad you like this one better. Uh, yeah. I thought this, this was off. A little bit better chemistry than her and Tara for sure. Uh, but yeah, the, that that torture act thing that was fucking nuts. Yeah, I lo- dude. It looked like she was just gonna break yeah, her spine, right. which was sick. <laughs> and then the last one, the highest ranked. Uh, one of the, I guess, the premier feuds in all of Impact Wrestling history. Awesome Kong versus Gail Kim. Final Resolution yes. 2008. No DQ match. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, this one is, is an interesting thing. So, uh, Gail Kim uh, pretty much starts the matchup getting her head swung into the guardrail in a very <laughs> nasty way. Sure, sure did. Uh, so, that was gross. Uh and this, I you know, they talked about it in a commentary. This is a heated rivalry. Uh, there was another Gail Kim match in the top five that I didn't pick because I was I didn't want to watch two out of the three be against Gail Kim. Sure. Uh, but apparently they had a big a big old run and a big old feud. Yeah, I remember that was like a like the big main like the mainstay in TNA yeah. at the time, especially in the women's division. Like was those two, um, yeah. you know, because Gail plays that scrappy underdog and Kong is like just the ultimate monster, and it, right. it just works. Right, so Kong kills the ref. Uh, Dude, I forgot about that ref, and they had the ref that wore shorts, and I hated that. Yeah, right. So the ref dies. The ref gets no help. The the There's a great falsy uh, after the ref bump uh, and the chair shot. So the new ref comes running in, and what a great spot that is. It's You see it a bunch in wrestling, and it's, it's pretty classic. I like it, where the one ref's incapacitated and another ref comes running down there's the famous one with uh little nature will, will nature right you know like it's just it's, shades of the great mood of running right the it's just like a fun wrestling spot you know like cheesy thing uh and the crowd is super hot at this point yeah they are they're way into this way into it they buy in on every two and a half two and three quarter count like all the way uh i just i thought that was cool uh, and then the finish. I love this finish. I would bring this back. I did too. Do the ref's lucky? Like his knees didn't blow out. Yes, yes. I would do it a safer way. But so so Kong is going to kill another ref with a power bomb, and Gale clips the clips Kong's legs, and the ref falls on top of Kong, yeah. which is where Gale can then roll her up and get the win. Um, I'd steal that finish right now. Uh, yeah, that I was would, a great, great finish. I, I'd, I'd use it to beat like Archer or somebody, you know, like yeah, something, somebody unhinged like that. I thought that was a really cool take on that. Uh, sort of tons of ref abuse in this match. Um, but yeah, this was another good one. Uh, I guess since you, you weren't sold on the terror one, two out of three, ain't bad. Uh, awesome. Kong is, uh, a hell of a, a hell of a talent, uh, a, a bruiser, uh, and uh, one-time uh, Nightmare Collective member. Ugh, I knew you were going to bring that uh, up, you So, you know, because uh, as Jericho said in uh, in his promo, what's his name? 
Yeah. Uh, Long live the Nightmare Collective. Right. Uh, but at that point. <laughs> Long live malpractice. And I wish, you know, I wish we got more out of her, but she was pretty worn down yeah. uh, from from her, because she's super popular in Japan, at, at you know, sure. a decade ago. Uh, and that shit takes a toll on you. So uh, AEW wanted her, but just physically is too yeah, difficult. Yeah, she was, was coming to the end. Too yeah. difficult, but hell of a talent, an imposing figure. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, she also was on, uh, she also had a, a like a starring role on the, the Netflix glow show. I never watched that. It's really good. Actually. Even, yeah, even Michelle really liked it. We yeah, didn't, I know you said you guys liked it a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I just never we, got around to we it. We didn't finish it. Uh, no, okay. mostly because it got canceled and they didn't have like a, you know, like they they were, they wanted to do another season to end it and they're not getting it or they didn't get it. Uh, well, that's uh dumb. but it was a really good show and she's on there as like a character, like. You would not believe is her. It's it's actually very funny. She's very goofy. So yeah, but yeah, that was our watch list. It sure was. So uh, for next week, yes, we're closing yes. out the month of February, uh, Black History Month. And you said something earlier, and I was like, yes, thank God. Okay. Uh, your words were, "I love tag team wrestling." I certainly do. So uh, I'm taking the three collectives. Okay. Here, uh, all three different teams. Oh, interesting. So, uh, so the first match we are going to watch is Harlem Heat. Okay. Against the Nasty Boys from Halloween Havoc '96. All right, I'm in. The second match that we are going to watch is a six-man tag. It is the New Day. Okay. Going up against the Shield. Oh, interesting. Survivor Series 2017. Okay. And then the third match we're going to watch, um, this was suggested to somebody, uh, or suggested by somebody um, a couple weeks ago when I, when I picked the Doom match for Ron Simmons. I said, yeah, that Doom tag is great, but you should watch this one too. Okay. Said, okay, let's do it. So from Starcade 1990, we're doing Doom versus Arn Anderson and Barry Windham. All right. I'm in. So I uh, figured we'd give some give some love, love to some tag teams and some groups. Listen, and, uh, Doom was Doom would have been one of my picks if you know if if uh, if there was another week in February, it would have been it probably would have been Doom. We would have yeah, all and I enjoyed so. that Doom match so much last week. I said, you know what, let's do another Doom match. Yeah, fine by I, me. I was gonna do uh, Rocky Johnson and Tony Atlas against okay. Alpha and Sika, but I couldn't really find the D mm. match where they won the belts off them. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Let's do another Doom match. Yeah. I'm so, good with that. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what we good have list. for next week. They're all, are they all network? They're all cock? Yep, all, all on the cock. Good. Cool. Yep, you can find them on the cock. The award-winning cock. Scroll through the cock. Treat the cock nice. Right. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that'll be it for next week. All right. Well, uh, what, uh, what, what's our next segment? Purchases? Is that what we yeah. do? Yeah. What, uh, did you buy anything this week, friend? So I remembered last week that I forgot that I got the Sheeta AEW figure yes. while I was traveling through the wilds of New Jersey. Great figure. Love it. It's on the desk. It's, it's an awesome figure. Fantastic figure. Um, I don't think I bought anything else that week that I missed. This week, uh, I did buy a few things. Uh, I, uh, was sitting on a whatnot stream yesterday, uh, and, uh. I just kind of like sitting around watching the whatnot stuff on yeah. my phone. You know, I started doing that the other day, too. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this could get real dangerous. I, I bought some comics tonight. It was fun. Nice. So, 
Uh, but some guy was selling, like, auctioning off loose elites and whatnot, and they were... Was it Toy Vomit? It was. Toy Vomits, whatnot, yesterday. Uh, Good deals on stuff. Just, uh, you know, I have a limit. I'm not looking for too much. He's very fair on price. Super fair. People bidding stuff up. Some really cool stuff. Uh, I would have loved to have a budget to drop a little bit more. Uh, But I bought a weird one. Uh, I got it for $13. Complete. Uh, it's it's an odd one, but it's a dude I like who was given the the short you know short straw on his uh, AEW figure. Uh, I bought a Neville Elite. Oh, did you really? With the purple cape thinger. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I've looked at that one before. There's another one where he's like looks kind of like he does now, and he's wearing gold trunks. Yeah, but I think it's expensive. Yeah, so I had thirteen bucks. I got this Neville nice. deal. Uh, so I thought it was funny. He's goofy as shit. Uh, but also dude, that, that guy's great. Yeah. That dude's awesome. When you watch whatnot, a lot of times people do giveaways, right? Uh-huh. For like, you know, you subscribe, they have enough people in whatever. Uh, I was watching the comic book one today. They did, they did a giveaway every half an hour. Uh, but they did the toy vomit was like, you stay on for the whole thing. You're here at the end. Everybody gets to enter. We're doing a, a giveaway at the end. I was on for the whole thing. The giveaway was the Brody Lee AEW Micro Brawler. Oh, where he's in like nice. the white and purple jacket. Uh-huh. Uh, and I won. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. I don't know that I'm going to keep it because I'm not a Micro Brawler dude. Yeah. Uh, I love either. Brody. I have, I have one. <laughs> you know, uh, I love Brody. But, that you know, I can make a couple bucks off of something I got for free that's still sealed. It's on, it's on card, sealed, all that sure. stuff. So... Uh, yeah. Who knows? But uh, but that was cool. That felt nice. Uh, so I got that. And then nice. uh, I guess the big purchase, the, we'll let the cat out of the bag here. Uh, you and I are, will be attending AEW. Yes, we will. Uh, was it April 27th? Yeah. So uh, I guess I'm a member of the Elite Fleet. Uh, oh, okay. I don't know how I got that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I hope I didn't pay any money for it. Uh you know, they wouldn't let me in the heels, so, uh, <laughs> uh, but I got an email, I didn't even know it was happening, but I, I was just checking my email like a maniac, because I check my email every 10 seconds anyway, uh, and I got this email, and they're like, tickets on sale, because we knew they were going on sale tomorrow, and I was like, what the hell is this, and I looked, and I clicked, and they were like, here's the code, which I ended up not needing, uh, took you right to the, because it's, it's Temple University's basketball uh, arena. Yep, the, the look. Chorus Center? Sure. And the uh, Center. I, I went in. It was a little late. The email came out at 11. Maybe I picked it up like 11.02. Uh, so tickets were going fast. Tickets are reasonable. I think you can get a front row for like 200 bucks. Super reasonable. That's not bad. Uh, had some in the car. It was going through. Had a had a third row on the, on the ramp right at the end. Uh, but, you know, these things are going so fast. As soon as I click, they, you know, they're unavailable. Uh, so I didn't get any floor seats, but we, I think we got some pretty cool, pretty cool seats, uh, up in the middle section, reasonably priced, uh, sort of halfway between the ring and the ramp. Yep. I think that's, they're good good spots. I think it'll look really cool and, uh, I'm going to hope for better. I've never been front row. I I mean, I've only been to one or two other, like how many, how many WWE shows have we gone to with the arena? Yeah. A few. Two, like a house show and a raw, like that's it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I barely remember the raw, uh, but um, why is that? I don't know. Burger King. 
chicken sandwich. Chicken sandwich. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so next time they're coming through, I want to try and hit, you know, get in there real early. Now that I know I'm an elite fleet member, whatever the fuck that means. Uh, sure. And, uh, I want, I want to sit front row at a wrestling show. Uh, and if I can't do that, I want to be on the entranceway so I can have a sign that says like, you know, whatever, you know, suck my fuck. Right. Exactly. Like, uh, I think what somebody the other day had, had the one that like somebody eats corn the long way. <laughs> oh yeah. Sean Spears. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I can make a, if I can get a sign in the Sean, Fe- yeah. Sean Spears face, like if I can get a Jan Spears sign on TV, uh, <laughs> you know, or a hot Goldberg sign. Yo, you totally need to. A hundred percent. You can promise me Jake Cargill's going to be there. I will absolutely get hot Goldberg on TV. Let's go hot Goldberg. Uh, and, uh, yeah, but I'm excited. Uh, I've been digging AEW and, uh, you know, where do you know, where is this temple? You ever been to this, this joint? I've never been there before. Okay. I know, so I, I know where is... temple like the university is. So, yeah. So this is new, new territory for me as well. Yeah. But, uh, Home of the owls, baby. You're damn uh, right. Fight, fight, fight for the cherry and the white. There you go. But uh, yeah, so we're going to AEW. So that's that's our biggest purchase. Well, at least my I'm excited. Man. My biggest purchase. I'm wait. not. Gonna, I'm not going to speak for you. I don't know if you bought anything that has sniffs. Uh, no sniffs. Okay. But the the man who loves the sniffs. Yeah. Uh, he uh, shot us a message the other day. He said, "Hey, either you looking for this?" Yeah. I said, "I sure am." There you go. Uh, and uh, so Adam Van from At Odds with Wrestling and Porch Talk Fame, mm-hmm. uh, he hooked me up with the Canadian Earthquake Rumble, yes. which that keeps growing my John Tenta collection, which makes me very happy. Yes. Um, so I actually met him up at Target yesterday. So I uh, oh did you? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He hit me up said he was coming down. So I said, all right, man, I'll meet you. So uh, yeah, it hooked me up nice. and uh, super pumped about that because it is an awesome figure yeah uh and then also you didn't, you didn't happen like, to get the receipt for that bad boy off of him did you uh no i did not uh, lie right, i was thinking i got an opportunity we might be able to run oh there's that word there's that word <laughs> uh so actually maybe it is in the bag i don't know it might be um and then the other day you shot me a message in the morning while i was working and said hey somebody just put this up in the major group and i said okay went and got it and it just came in the mail today. I got the AEW Sting, nice. uh, the Luminaries collection. Yes, uh, dude, it is amazing. Yeah, cool. It's so good. Good. They're starting to pop up. You know, the face looks just like him. Yeah, and it's uh, wow. That's blown, cool. actually kind of blown away by it. Yeah. So real pumped about that. Nice. Uh, and then I, uh, right before we started recording, uh, stash pages. If you know, you know put up a little new generation drop so i bought the make a difference fatu t-shirt that he put up nice i saw he put up a new pair of shorty shorts i might have to consider he sure did the new generation so yeah. uh yeah so uh, i like make a difference fatu so yeah. I, I figured you know what let's let's buy it so uh that's uh that's that's what i purchased this week pal all right so that's uh that's uh that's all i got yeah all right well uh yeah, that's uh, cool, I guess. What else do we do? Do we plugs? Is that the next thing? Yeah, I don't remember. That, yep, yep, that's the next I, I am all over the place. What a what a weird, bizarre it's night. A, it's, been a, it's been a wild night. It's been a night. Uh, but uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I promise uh, next week no smoke alarms will go off. I can't promise that. 
Um, and uh, hopefully I won't have the poopies. Yes, <laughs> poopies. <laughs> poopies. <laughs> and go see, go see Jackass forever. Uh, yeah, so you, so you two can, can meet poopies. <laughs> oh, um, poopies. Oh, poopies. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Uh, what a perfect movie! Uh, listen, I, I, you, I, I'm not often to get that I give out like a, a, a an above four star, five star kind of thing, but uh, man, uh, for 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 a movie that knew exactly what it needed to be, yep, the Jackass really hit that home. Uh, man, it was so good. It was it was great and poopy. I think Brittany and I are gonna go see it on uh, Sunday. Nice, <laughs> so, great great movie to take your to take your lady to. There you go. So. Uh, but check us out uh, at Weenie Wrestling on Twitter and Instagram. Email the show at WeenieWrestling at gmail.com. You can find us on Spotify and Podcast, Apple Podcasts and a bunch of other places. Look it up. We're, we're we out there. Uh, we're on Podbean. <laughs> uh, part of the soon-to-be-named network at STBN Network on Twitter. Soon-to-be-named-network.com. Soon-to-be-named-network.tumblr.com. Check those things out for everybody else who's on the network. Uh, anybody who's on the network that guests anywhere else that'll be put there, uh, including At Odds With Wrestling, Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark, Puzzle Warriors 3, Porch Talk, Profane Argument, a bunch of other shows. Uh, hit my music. Uh, yep, and the one, uh, the last, on the last one I'm going to mention, Wings on <laughs> Wings, right. leaving it to the end for a reason. Uh, <laughs> we got a little bit of love this week. Uh, it's Brett and I's other show because we did the, the, uh, the, the Matt Cardona uh, hot sauce, the heat magnet, the heat, sauce. Heat magnet sauce by by snack season yep. sauces. Uh, who've been really nice and kind to us on the show I over agree. there, and uh, you know we got a little little retweet ski from Cardona. Uh, oh, we'll yeah. see if that adds up into a little bump at all. He's not that active on Twitter. Uh, he is, but not for like non wrestling. Yeah, he's so he has like, and I looked, you know, he's got like a million or a couple million followers, but like his tweets get like thirty likes, you know, like nothing. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. just not it, you know, not the place where their interactions happen. Uh, sure, but um, so check that out. We got some love. I think it was a really great episode, and the sauce was awesome. So, dude, the sauce was so good. Um, but uh, I know he said that like because of the overwhelming feedback that they got for it, I think they're going to do another patch. Yeah, and the snack season guys, the 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 one owner, the co owners, everybody has been really kind to us on social media. Yeah, really cool. pumped that we reviewed it, that we you know yeah. just sharing and story sharing, all that sort of stuff. They uh they've been really nice to us and complimentary of us, and they they actually also enjoy the show. Uh, the one guy came. I was like, "This show's really funny." Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so give that a listen. That's uh, I'll plug that a little extra at underscore sure. wings on wings on Twitter, uh, yep. wings on wings podcast dot uh, Email the show at wings on wings podcast at gmail, and uh, we're available a bunch of places. Look it up, wings on wings, uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and whatnot. I've been tweeting those links too, so so check that out. Uh, we had yes. fun doing that. It's it's a podcast that exists solely because it still makes us giggle because uh, yeah, the concept absolutely. is so fucking stupid. And because um, we like chicken wings. <laughs> right, and because we like to eat chicken wings. <laughs> so those episodes come out Tuesday mornings as long as I remember. Uh, these <laughs> these ones are scheduled, so I don't have to have uh, Joe, the godfather of the Super Game Network, uh, breathing down my neck because I'm an idiot and I forgot something. Uh, but uh, hey, someone's got to keep you in check, right? Joe's supposed to the Barry White of the soon to be named network. You're damn right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's all the plugs. Uh, again, thanks for listening, and uh, 
right, we'll be back next week with more stuff. Yeah, dude, that's it. Um, I don't know. Everybody keep staying safe. The world's a fucked up place. And uh, worry about the people that you love. That's about it. So uh, goodbye. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Now you're off, nerds. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. Better watch out, do 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 do, cause I'm a boy machine. Do 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 do. Better watch out, do 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 do, cause I'm a boy machine. Do 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 do. That was nice. I like that. Oh uh, Jesus! <laughs> listen, God, I'm not cutting anything. We're just we're rolling. I've moved on to a beer. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, All right. I just had to pull the smoke alarm out of the out of the wall because I put a new battery in and it continued to beep. Uh, uh, so much like one in another room, it's it's just dead. We have to replace it. Oh, uh, okay. So I've moved All on right. to beer.